Hello all and welcome or welcome back to my podcast, Self Therapy. This is your host, Daniel Dunn. And long time no speak, TBHM rates. Like, I'm sorry, I'm just now reading this email. I, I just get like weirdly weird junk mail sent to my, um, sent to my regular inbox and I open it and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, it'll be like, it'll be like an invoice where it's like, you've been charged $500 and I'm like, girl, what? And then I'll go on and it's like sent from like some random spam email. I'm like, oh, okay. It's like a scam, but I'm thinking it's real because it's coming to my like actual inbox and not to my spam folder. But anyways, today's episode is going to be on an episode that I recorded two weeks ago and I deleted it accidentally. So, yeah, now I'm recording, re-recording it again. Today's episode is going to be on insecurities. And before I jump into it, I literally just want to, like, talk about this Minute Maid drink that I just had. This cranberry apple raspberry juice that I just got from the vending machine because I was dehydrated and I didn't want to do this with a dry mouth. Let me tell you, this is this is buzz like this is so good. Uh, I'm done on my last sip, but I'm trying to keep it so I don't get dehydrated in the middle of the podcast. So yeah, um, nothing nothing new, fun or exciting has been going on in my life. It's almost well, it's Christmas time in my head. Not everybody else, but to me, it's Christmas time. It's literally already November fourteenth when I'm recording this. Um, time is literally flying by. Um, Christmas is going to be here right around the corner before we know it. And, yeah. So, without further a freaking do, let's hop right into the topic. So, first things first, I want to talk about, like, Afrocentric features in, in relations to, like, insecurities. Because I feel like a bunch of people have... Okay, girl. I feel like a bunch of people don't even realize that a lot of the insecurities, well, black people don't realize that a lot of their insecurities are based around their um, ethnic features and being like, at least I know personally, like growing up in a, in a wealthy Caucasian populated area, it had like, I feel like a lot of my insecurities had to do with like the size and like the shape of my facial features or like my body features compared to like my white counterparts. Like, for instance, like, my nose and my lips are obviously going to be bigger than, you know, white people's because, like, of, um, what's that thing called? Evolution? Something evolution where, you know, like, your body changes over time to adapt to your climate or whatever. So, obviously, like, because, you know, like, slavery, y- y'all, know, y'all know the whole, the, the, the spiel on, you know, being African-American. But, um, yeah, my body, my, my my features are going to be bigger than white people's because we're not ethnically the same. Like, I wasn't built for the same things that you're built for. Climate, you know, like, all of that stuff. So, you know, it's it's just, it's like, it is what it is. I mean, you have to, it's like, I mean, yes, you could do plastic surgery, but at the end of the day, it's kind of like, why I feel like you're never gonna be satisfied with yourself, especially like even farther far, further than like Afrocentric features, just plastic surgery in general. I feel like 
you're never going to be satisfied with yourself if you keep on thinking that you can change yourself to make yourself, like, quote-unquote, feel better or look better. There's always going to be something that you want to change, so it's just better to feel comfortable in the body that you're in now than to, than to constantly keep changing yourself and reinventing yourself. Just for you to come to the realization that it's never going to be enough and you're never going to be perfect enough for yourself. Because I feel like at the end of the day, you should not be changing the way you look for somebody else. It should only... It should only and always be for yourself. Oh, by the way, y'all, I got a cold twice in a row. So if you hear me sniffling or if I, like, clear my throat or something, I am sorry if I forget to edit it out. But, yeah. Um, But, yeah, so that's how I feel about the Afrocentric features i feel like you're beautiful it does not matter big nose small nose big lips small lips i mean i mean you can have a preference but yeah um no matter your eye shape or like the way your face is shaped whatever whatever i feel like it's just like you know you're you and you i feel like you should feel confident and you should feel good in yourself no matter what you look like just because just because you don't look like somebody else doesn't mean that you're you yourself are not beautiful or for my male listeners out there the two of y'all that listen handsome you I literally hate saying that word but yeah so um next things up is European be- beauty standards which like goes hand in hand with afrocentric features I feel like European beauty standards are so you because who decided that small lips quote unquote fit not I mean not small lips small a small nose quote unquote fair lips and like i don't know like like doe eyes i don't really necessarily know how to put it was the beauty standard and that's what everybody needs to have and if you don't have it you're ugly like who decided that and why would you do something that dumb like i feel like and then the thing is, it's, like, people will have plastic surgery who, like, had other features before, and then the features don't even look right on their face. Like, people will, like, have, a like, a rhinoplasty and, like, a, a, like a lip, like, lip fillers and stuff like that. And then it just doesn't look right on them because your face just wasn't proportioned correctly to carry the features that you think that you want. I feel like in reality, like, European beauty standards are exactly that European beauty standards. The only reason that we go by them, like, worldwide, I guess, is because the colonizers. Like, they they were, like, freaking, you know, taking over the world at one point. So they were, you know, enforcing their beliefs onto other cultures. And other cultures took it upon themselves to, you know, say, oh, well, if we can't beat them, we might as well fit in. So, therefore... We might as well adopt their beauty standards and, you know, such and such and so on and so forth to where we are today, where, you know, people cannot part from the idea of thinking that the small nose and the fair lips and the doe eyes or like, I don't know, you know, are um, the only thing that makes one beautiful, which is a lie. Um, I don't know. I it's just so you and then I don't, I don't, somebody, somebody's got to get us out of this grip. Um, cause yeah. I don't even, I don't even, I don't even, yeah. Moving on. 
because moving on. My next, like, this is actually a tip for all my people who have insecurities or a lot of insecurities. Stop comparing yourself to everybody else. And I say this because, not because it's easy, but because once you figure out how to do so, your life will be, like, 50 times better. And I'm speaking from, like, personal experience. Because I used to, like, literally be like, oh, my gosh, like, I love what she's wearing. Like, I wish I had this. Like, I wish this looked like, like, I wish I could wear that the way that they wear that. I wish I could carry myself the way that they did, blah, 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 blah. And I mean, like, yes, it's okay to compare yourself every now and again. Just not in an unhealthy manner. I feel like unhealthy mannerisms are, like, trying to make yourself want to be something that you're not. Whereas, like, I feel like a healthy com- com- comparison would be, like, Oh, like, I like the way she wears this versus the way I wear this. Maybe I'm going to take some inspo from her or him and, you know, you know, do like me it up. You know, like my name is Daniel, like Daniel is up, like make it my own kind of thing. Because I feel like at the end of the day, that's what literally like everything is. It's just like all different types of people's styles like combined and then into one, you know. So, yeah, stop comparing yourself to everybody. I feel like because and then the thing is like. While you're comparing yourself to everybody, I mean, to other people, other people are also comparing comparing themselves to you and how unique you are. So it's kind of just like a, it's like a collaboration. It's like, you can't really, I don't think, it's like, you just have to kind of be yourself. You can't really, because then you don't know what that person has going on behind closed doors. So it's kind of like, I don't know, you just... Have to have faith in yourself. You need to stop um, comparing yourself to other people. Just stop. I don't. I don't even know. Like, what's a good tip? I don't know. You literally just have to like put a mind block in. I don't know how to explain it because I feel like I give this advice and I'm like, I don't know how to do it though because me, I'm just like a do it type of person. Like, not. I don't need like a. Well, I don't most of the time necessarily need a strategy to do so. I literally just. Stop doing it Like I can do just about anything about my mind too So It's kind of just like Putting a mental block On like Like if I look at somebody I'll like try not To think about anything You know Like to Stop myself from Comparing myself to that person Or comparing them to me Or you know So on and so forth So that I'm not feeling You know Insecure about the way That I look Versus how they look If I If they're dressed like 50 times better than me That day Or If I think that I dress better than them You know It's just like it's just like keeping yourself out of a toxic headspace and keeping yourself, you know, positive. Especially during these times of seasonal depression because it is fall. Although, I don't know, something about it, like, me, I'm the type of person, I just cannot get depressed around the Christmas season. Like, Christmas come around and all of a sudden my depression is cured. Like, speaking of, um, I may or may not have, like, two weeks of homework that I need to be doing, well, going on three, but that's okay, because I got, for the most part of it, done, even though I have an essay I haven't even started that was due seven days ago, aka a week, but that's none of my business, um, yeah, hopefully my teachers, I mean, my professors don't listen to this podcast, if you do, hey, professor, McDowell, um, you know, girl, I'm, you know, I'm going to get on that essay eventually, um, yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, next topic, gym bros. They're like they're just their own category on this list because gym bros are so insecure, and I never even realized it personally until I got on TikTok and I saw these TikToks of like 
men going on to like, I go to the gym because of this. I go to the gym because I'm insecure. I go to the gym because I don't like the way that I look. I feel like gym bros, I'm doing this with air quote fingers, by the way, are so interesting to study as a psychology student because it's like, how in the world are you drowning out sounds by lifting weights? I mean, I guess, like, pain, like, physical, like, pain and stuff like that from, like, pushing yourself to lift the weights is, like, washing out the sounds of, like, your inner thoughts. But at the same time, it's, like, you know, it's not really any... That's not really helping your mental state at the end of the day just because, well, you know, it's, um... It's, you know, like, there's no progression. There's no mental progression, you're just, you know, lift weights, you drown out the thoughts, and then the thoughts come rushing back to you after the gym. So I feel like that's what the whole entire, like, repetition thing of the going to the gym, the having an addiction. So going to the gym, going to the gym, like, seven times a day, you know. Same thing with music listeners. And I am guilty in that um, category because I do listen to music to drown out my emotions as well. But I feel like there's only so far that you can go to, to before it's like, okay, like, you have to confront how you're feeling and how and what you're thinking about before the like before it gets all like flust before you get all flustered and it's you know it's too much to handle and you know you're beyond self-help and you need to go to professional help so back to what i was saying because i feel like i get off track a lot gym bros are like some of the most insecure people which is why they judge you know because like I know you felt it in the gym if you've ever gone to a gym. Like, men who look like they've been going there for years or women who look like they've been going there for years, like, looking at you, per se, like, while you lift a weight or something like that, and, like, you know. If you know, you know. So I feel like, yes, while those people may seem like they have it together, those might be some of the most insecure people that you'll ever meet just because of the fact that, there are a lot of people that go to the gym and they're thinking that their body is literally their only, like, good point. Is that... Is their only good... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're good... They're only good... I don't know. You know what I mean, though. I feel like a lot of y'all know what I mean. It's their only good, um, you know, thing. So, the, the only thing they have going for them, essentially... So they'll, like, go to the gym over and over again to try to tone their body, get their body exactly how they want it to be so they can go impress these other people. Where, in that case, that's literally all they're doing is impressing other people to put off the image that they're doing fine and that they're not insecure and that they don't have all this stuff going through their mind. Where, in real life, they're not okay and they are insecure and they go to the gym seven times a week, seven to even sometimes multiple times per day just to, you know you know, be to seem, you know, I don't know. I, w- I want to say relevant, but that's not the word I'm looking for. To seem okay, I guess, with themselves, even though they're not. And, like, I feel like you can go to the gym and get your dream body, but I feel like you're not going to be okay if you're not also taking the time to work on your mental. Because, yes, your body looks good now, but you can be just as insecure in, with a six-pack as you can be with a muffin top. Like, it really just depends on how you view yourself. And then the, the other thing, again, is, like, comparing yourself to other people. You have to stop doing that because you could, like, you could, because everybody's genetics are also different. So your genetics could allow you to get, like, a six-pack in a month. 
Like I literally know mine could if I if I dieted and went to the gym every day. Or you could be like, or you could be genetically like not capable of ever gaining six packs, no matter how hard you work. A six pack. How the hell would you have more than one six pack? Anyways, a six pack, no matter how hard you work. So it's kind of like you have to stop comparing yourself to other people because you're not capable of doing what other people are capable of doing. You know? I spilled TBH and rates. Like, by the way, I'm bringing TBH and rates back. Like, I know y'all remember. I don't know if I said this in the last episode, but I know y'all remember on Snapchat when we used to be like, TBH and rates, a slide up with an emoji, blah, 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 blah. And like, we would do like TBH and rates on the story. I'm just doing TBH and rates in replacement of, to be honest, TBH and rates. Like, it's just my thing. So when that gets taken off and you start seeing Beyonce using TBH and rates, yeah, I'm the girl that came up with it. Yeah, I'm that girl. Ooh, ow. Oh, my gosh. Insecurities. Okay, next topic. They also happen to everyone. So, like, it doesn't matter who you are, how old you are, what you're going through, where you come from. Insecurities happen to everybody. It might be in the long run. It might be just for, like, a couple months. But I feel like everybody gains insecurities, and I feel like they come from different places as well. I don't know if I put this on the list. Hopefully I didn't. But insecurities can come from different places, and they can last for different times, and they come to just about everybody. Um, it, like, you know, so I feel like there's no need for you to be upset or feel as though you're singled out or you're in this alone or anything like that because I feel like everybody goes through it. Everybody that might not talk to the ins- talk about their insecurities, obviously, for obvious reasons. But everybody goes through them. So it's just kind of like, a, you know, it's like... Go through the storm, not around the storm. And I feel like it helps a lot better. I feel like, I don't know, because me personally, I hate talking about my insecurities to other people because I'd be like, oh my gosh, like I don't like the way this looks on me. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, no, you look perfect. Girl, I didn't say I didn't look perfect. I just said I don't like the way this looks on me. Like, let's get real. Let's get real. I'm the baddest on the planet. Like, Like, that was never a doubt in my mind. I just don't like the way I look currently, you know? And then it's like, I don't really, I can't really understand it because it's like, I don't, I feel like I don't look good, but I know I look good. If that makes sense. I don't know. I don't know. It could, it could just be me. I could be the only one with that problem, but yeah. Okay, next thing up is, like, social media's um, relationship with creating new insecurities. I feel like social media plays a huge role in creating insecurities, especially when it comes to minors and, like, teens on social media. You know, like, okay, first of all, before I say anything, I love the Kardashians. You can be a Kardashian hater all you want, a Kardashian hater all you want. Me, personally, I'm a watch because I love watching rich people spend their money richly. So, yeah. But anyways, the Kardashians, the Kardashians, um, you know, they're, I don't want to say unrealistic because I have seen people with their body types on the streets before. I cannot lie. 
But for a lot of the world, their body types are unrealistic. I'm not saying that they had anything done. I'm not saying anything anything like that. I'm just saying that for a lot of the world, their body um, types are unrealistic in terms of achieving them. Because let's not lie. They're built like Coke bottles. Like, let's get real for a second. They're built like hourglasses. All of them. So it's like, you know, it's not realistic. So I don't even know why the world would even try to try to keep up. Because it's like, not only are their body types unrealistic, but even if they wanted to get plastic surgery, which me personally, I don't care. Because why? It's not affecting me. But anyways, we'll talk about more about this in my social media episode. But yeah. Even if they were to get plastic surgery, y'all still wouldn't be able to keep up because, like, we're talking about billionaires and millionaires, like, like plural. So it's like you really couldn't even keep up even if you wanted to because they have access to some of the top surgeons in the world. So it's kind of like stop comparing yourself to people on social media because you don't have access to the resources that they have access to. Whether if that be their own in-home private gym, cardio, whatever, whatever area, studio. Or whether if that be their plastic surgeon. Like, you just don't have access to either. And I'm talking about anybody. Anybody on social media. Like, the the baby, the um, the rapper baby mamas, the the car jenners, the, um, you know, the, the entertainment industry. You just don't have access to the same, thing that they, same things that they have access to. So I feel like there's no real reason for you to be comparing yourself when you don't even have time to, you know... Have the resources resources that they have. I feel like the best that you can do in this in this case, if you keep on like comparing yourself to other people on social media, is take yourself off. TBH rates. If you keep on having that same problem where you're always comparing yourself to other people, I think it's just best that you just take yourself off of social media for your mental health and for really the sake of the um, people on social media's mental health because it's so tragic that y'all are so, like not y'all. I'm not saying y'all. But, like, that people on the internet are so miserable that they, like, you know, they can't really achieve the body type that, you know, rapper baby mamas, so on and so forth, have on social media. So then so then they'll go on the comments and, like, start dogging them for literally no reason because they can't have what they have. It's so disgusting, TBH and rates. Um, but, yeah, that's my thought process. That's the way I'm thinking, TBH. Um... Yeah, just stop comparing yourself to other people on social media. It's not worth it. You don't, you can't be them. You're yourself. So try your hardest. And like I said, the genetics thing and all that. So it's just, you know, yeah. And then along, going along with that, some people have unrealistic beauty standards. Again, I'm going to make up the Cardenas because I love them people. And they ain't never done nothing wrong to me. So I have no reason to hate them. Um... Why in the hell are is your body, um, is your body goals air quotes? Kim Kardashian, girl, she goes to the gym like two times a day, seven days a week. She literally like has like she goes on like crazy like no carb, no sugar, no nothing diets. Just a chicken salad from Eighty First Deli, but no, for real, she goes on like crazy diets. She does crazy workout routines. And you don't even have the commitment to stop eating Skittles. And you're talking about trying to get to Kim Kardashian's body in, like, a month? Like, let's get real. 
you know, it's like you kind of have to step away from social media again if you keep on comparing yourself to other people and thinking that you're going to, you know, be able to achieve what they achieve without their resources. So you kind of have to step back and you kind of have to, like, give yourself something realistic. You kind of, I feel like, if you're looking for, like, quote-unquote body goals or something like that, I feel like you should look in your own family because, again, most of your genetics are what determines how your body looks, what your body is shaped like, what grows where, you know, and things like that. So instead of looking up to, like, the Cardinals, like, Rapper Baby Mamas, because those are the two examples that just keep on popping up on my head, you can go and you can look at other um, examples, like your mother or your grandmother, or, like, you can be like, oh, my gosh, my great-great-great-great-great-grandma was built, like, yada, 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 like, Jada Wada. And naturally, so you can be like, oh, okay, like, maybe I can achieve that, too. Like, maybe those genetics are passed down to me if I try hard enough. Like, go on a diet, maybe, like, start consistently going to the gym. I feel like, you know, you don't have to wallow into in your insecurities. You can, I feel like, for me personally, my insecurities were something that I could learn from, something I could be like, okay, like, I'm insecure, insecure in this, but maybe I could help it if I did this instead of doing this, you know? Or, like, maybe if I got rid of this, I could be, you know, it could be beneficial to this. So, yeah, stop being unrealistic and start, you know, being sensible. Be grown. And then, oh, my gosh. So, we're just going to get personal for a second, guys. Oh, my gosh. We're going to get into my personal insecurities, okay? Because I feel like I got to get personal on all my episodes. Y'all know me a little too well. Um, so I really, I'm going to, I was going to say I don't have a lot, but that would be a lie. Um, I had a lot more than I have now. So if we're just going on the list, I feel like I'm releasing this information now because A, you couldn't eat me up even if you wanted to. And B, I would tear you down. Like, let's, like, let's get real. Like, I might not be mean anymore, but I'm not saying that that person's completely gone. Like, if we're just getting real for a second. But anyways, my insecurities would include like I used to have my I used to be insecure about my nose. I'm not anymore. I also used to be insecure about my lips because I thought they were too big. Um, again, growing up in a white area, it's like you know, I used to be insecure in my eyes. Love them now. Um, I used to be insecure in my eyebrows. Literally, I'm telling you, like everything, um, because I thought they were too thin. Um, I put Vaseline on these bitches now, and they look phenomenal. Tbh and rates, and I dyed them. Um, I also used to be insecure in the way my face was shaped. Now I'm serving y'all Bella Hadid on a good day, so it don't really matter like that. Um, what else? I used to be insecure about my acne, but I know, you know, got on a little, you know, a little regimen, a little face cleansing regimen, and now I'm basically acting less. Um, used to be insecure about my height because, you know, like, all the little femme petite gays with their like 5'2 height first of all I don't care I really don't care I wanted to be like when I like at first I wanted to be like 5'8 5'7 and now I want to be 6'2 like my grandfather I think he was like 6'5 or something like that I don't know but those jeans weren't passed to me so I'm just like I'm beastly 5'10 which is so depressing um yeah I used to want to be short but now I don't want to be um what else am I, what else was I insecure about um, I was insecure about my teeth. I say that before I got braces, and then they were also yellow, but that's just because the bitch wasn't brushing their teeth like they were supposed to. 
And um, what else? I used to be insecure about how big my feet were, but TBH and Race, my dad just passed that down to me. I really don't care anymore. Just find some shoes that fit your feet. Um, you know, he passed down these big, fat-ass feet um, to literally me and all my siblings. Disrespectful TBH and Race. Um, you know, used to be insecure about this fat-ass. Just kidding, guys. Just kidding. Never was that. Never, ever was that. Um... Yeah, that's about it. I also used to be insecure about being like about my love handles, which I kind of still am, just a tad bit. But the thing is, if I put in the work to like not have them anymore, I could I could get rid of them. I just really don't feel like it. Like that's a lot. Like that's dieting and like going to the gym every day. And I just really don't know if I have that in me. Tbh and rates like. So, yeah, not getting rid of the love handles. Um, might in my future, might later down the line, but for now, it's gonna be a no for me and the team. Um, yeah, that's it. Yep, that's it. Um, but yeah, those are my personal insecurities. I feel like they're just like any other insecurities, really. I also used to be like insecure about my skin color, like me getting like lighter or darker because I kind of like like the liked the chocolate complexion you know but um yeah I don't know it's gotten like really quiet outside I feel like people are listening to me I really hope not like I think this is a sound insulated room but I don't know like it's gotten really really quiet out there like people are listening to me like like Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm acting like I'm not releasing this onto the public internet, but that's none of their business. That's none of their business. Okay. So, anyways, on to the next thing now that we just dove into all of my personal insecurities. How to simply stop caring about what other people think? Okay. To be honest, you just say flip them. Like, they don't live your life. They don't know what you're going. Th- they you, they don't know what you've gone through. You don't. They don't know what you're going through. They don't know what you are going to go through. You know, they didn't grow up the same way you grew up. You don't have the same resources that they have. You know, you have to put all this stuff into perspective when you're thinking about yourself and comparing yourself to others and like com- thinking about what other people are thinking of you. It's just kind of like a f the mentality, like. Like f them, f what they have to think. If they have to think negatively of me, like I really. Do not care. Like, I just simply don't care. Like, I just don't know how to explain it any better. You simply listen to me. Listen to me. If you don't take nothing else from this podcast, listen to me now. You simply don't care what other people have to think of you because they don't know you. You know, they don't know what you've gone through. They don't know what, who you are or where you come from, you know? So it's kind of like a... You know, if you like me, you like me. If you don't, you don't. I really can't control you. I can't control the way that you think, and you can't control me, and vice versa. So yeah, that's especially like even when it comes down, like even when even if it's people you think you don't like, your best friend or your parents or anything like that. You know, it's like like let me give you an example for outfits. My mom never likes my outfits. That's okay though. You know why? Because I don't care. Because is my mom the person that's going out and wearing the outfit? No, it's me. You know? And, like, let me give you, because, not going to lie, I come from, like, a family of the, like, the people there are, como se dice, 
There were I come from like a like a um how do I put this? Let me just say they they everybody in my family is like skinny minis. So, you know. And like seeing all my friends growing up, like all my friends used to have parents that were like little petite little teens. So I was like, oh my gosh, like blah 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 blah. But, you know, growing up, I'm like, girl, my mom is not me. She's her. Like, she doesn't represent me, even though she kind of does, but she really doesn't. You know, like, she's not me. She's her, and I'm me. You know, so it's just kind of like a, okay, like, she can do her, and I'm going to do me. I'm going to be with her. Like, who? Like, what are you going to have to say about it? Like, is that your mom? It is, and do we have a problem? Like, you know, you just kind of have to stop giving a freak. TV meets. That's really, like, all... I'm, I'm just saying it over and over again because that's literally all I can say. Like, you literally just have to take... Like, you literally have to let people's opinions go through one ear and out of the other because at the end of the day, their words are not affecting the way that you live your life. And you can't let the words affect the way that you live your life because you're going to be miserable if you're letting other people deter the way that you choose to live. You got to live like you only live once because you do literally only live once. And this life is short as hell. So you got to do what you enjoy no matter what. Yeah. I sound like um, Cardi B's The Boys Mount Summer Walker song. Okay, juice break. You know, my last little gulp. The turn of the century and what I'm talking about when I talk about it here, before I say this, I love me a good dark skin man. Love him to death. So before I say that, let me say this. But the turn of the century is a sudden love for dark skins, which is very interesting to me. Because let's not act like y'all were like let's not act like y'all were not seeing where they at when we turn when they turn the lights off at school and you know, like the dark skins air quotes and I quote disappeared. You'll be like, oh my gosh, where they at? Like I remember that. I remember y'all. Y'all didn't go nowhere. I remember y'all. But like it's so interesting to me to see like everybody on TikTok now. Like, oh my gosh, like dark skin, like, oh my gosh, your skin's so pretty, like, oh my gosh, glow, like, oh my gosh, melanin queen. And y'all were just calling these girlies and guys monkeys a couple years ago in middle school. Like, I remember you. Like, let's not forget where you came from. And I understand people can change and stuff, but like, let's get real. Let's get real. Did you change because you wanted to change, or did you change because of the of the media's certain, I mean, sudden flip of the script for these people. Me, uh, I've, I've been friends with dark skin since as long as I can remember. So I really, there was really never any, you know, I never had really had any room to talk because all, most of my friends were, you know, brown and dark skin. So yeah, me personally, I was never one of them. Plus I'm black. So, you know, but, um, yeah, so that's just interesting. I just feel like I had to bring that up because I feel like a lot of y'all forgot, and I'm not going to let y'all forget that y'all used to call them people the N-words. Yeah. And say they disappeared when the lights turned off. Yeah, I remember y'all. Mm-hmm. But that's so interesting also, because wait a minute, because now we're going to link it to insecurities because I forgot this episode was about insecurities for a second. I find it so interesting that y'all as a society, I don't, not again, not saying y'all, but you know what I mean. That people as a society were making, like, a whole entire, like, subculture group of people insecure just because of something that they couldn't necessarily control. Which is so interesting to me because I feel like that happens in so many cultures. Like, it happens in Asian cultures. It happens in black culture. It happens, um, I don't know, in Hispanic culture sometimes, too, because, like, you know, 
I'm not even going to lie. I've mistaken. I feel like this is terrible to say, and I do apologize in advance, but I have mistaken a Hispanic person for being black a couple of times because of how dark they were. And I understand why they're so dark, you know, because of being outside all the time for work and stuff like that. Before I, but also let me say, because I literally saw them in their work gear, so don't come for me. But, you know, it's just so, it's, it's crazy a little bit, a wee bit, you know? Seeing, you know, all it's it's so crazy to me just seeing the turn of the century. Like, y'all y'all made, like, a whole group of people insecure about their skin, and now y'all are like, oh, my gosh, Mother and Queen. That's why they don't know how to respond to y'all's comments when y'all be like, oh, my gosh, I love your skin, blah, blah, blah. Like, girl, first of all, because they were literally bullied, like, kindergarten through eighth grade, and now they're in that. And they're like, oh, my gosh, people are loving my skin, you know? Very weird. Yeah, yada, 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 you know. You know the vibes. Next thing up is, like, being insecure about the people you hang out with. I just talked about this briefly with my mom and my family and stuff like that. Again, they don't represent you. They're not you. You're you. They're themselves. Individuality, you know. You can hang out with other people and not be embarrassed. Now, hold on. Before I say that, I'm talking specifically to all the black people in here. Don't go out and act a fool. I'm going to be embarrassed then because this is the person I hang out with. Like, what you wear or anything like that really doesn't affect me as a person. But when you go out here and start acting like a fool and dancing around and yelling and jumping and screaming and all that stuff out in public, that's what's embarrassing. Now, being insecure about, like, what you wear or, like, what your friends are wearing or, like, where your friends came from or what your friends have and what you don't have and vice versa, that's when I'm like, you don't necessarily need to be insecure about that because it's like, if the person wants to hang out with you, like, genuinely, then they'll hang out with you no matter your circumstances, no matter your financial circumstance or, you know, your mental circumstance or what your house looks like or what you're wearing, so on and so forth. So I feel like it's like, again, F what people have to think about you or your friends, and you only live once. So if you want to hang out with that person, go hang out with that person. It doesn't matter what anybody thinks. Like, you know, like, are they hanging out with us? No, they're not. So that's their opinion. Next topic, I feel like it's like a very vague topic, but we're still going to get into it. Acne. Me, personally, I had acne for a very long time. When I say very long time, I mean like fifth grade through, I'm going to say 10th grade. So about five years. Um, I The only reason I got rid of it, and I didn't get rid of it completely. Like, I'm not glowing like Zendaya, but I'm not exactly looking horrific like I used to either because I got because I went to a dermatologist first of all after I begged my mom on my hands and knees weeping on the floor girl crying and throwing up she finally took me to a dermatologist and they didn't prescribe me but they were like recommending me CeraVe because I didn't really well first of all she prescribed me with a topical wash and an antibiotic and then after that my mom was like you don't need to be taking antibiotics so on and so forth so I went and got CeraVe. CeraVe for me was a lifesaver personally. I literally, my skincare, my, my skincare routine is literally like three steps most days. And then I have like the deep cleansing days where I go on and, you know, do the whole nine. But for the most part, it's three steps. It's literally like facial cleanser, moisturizer, and I do Vaseline. And it works like a charm for me personally. Like skin clear, yeah, and nice and smooth. And moisturize, even though I have oily skin, my dermatologist is still like, you need to use moisturizer. So when you strip your skin of the oil, when you wash it, you can, you know, 
we moisturize it without like the oils from your face moisturizing because that's what's breaking you out in the first place. So I was like, okay, girl, whatever you say. You 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 the one with the degree. I'm you know, I'm a newbie. So I yeah I use that, and my acne is great now. But I say all this to say this: acne isn't doesn't really define you. It's just like blemishes on your face. Like I feel like you don't need to let. You know, like, things on your face define who you are. That's the same thing with the features I was talking about with the nose and the eyes and stuff like that. I feel like it's just, like, an externality, and I feel like you shouldn't necessarily be insecure about it, although I understand why you would be because so many people are like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Back in my mean era, I used to eat people up with acne. Like, I cannot lie. I cannot lie. I cannot tell a lie. Um, But, yeah. Just, you know, acne is acne. I mean, everybody has acne. Everybody's had acne or will have acne eventually. And if they don't have it on their face, they probably have it on their body. So, yeah. But, yeah. Um, me personally, I, I don't really care if you have acne. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyways, next thing up is, like, insecurities in music taste. I feel like so many people are insecure in the way that they listen to music. Not the way, but the music that they listen to, they're very insecure about it because it's not mainstream or because it doesn't sound like what everybody else's music sound like, sounds like. And I, like, hate that, that people feel that way just because, you know, it shouldn't really matter what you like listening to versus what other people like listening to. It's your opinion, and it's what you like listening to, and, you know, and if they don't like listening to they can put their own headphones and listen to their own music. So I feel like, and I'm saying this specifically because I'm seeing a lot of it, especially in college, where, like, they'll ask somebody, like, what's your playlist, so on and so forth, and I'll be like, oh, you don't like the music that I listen to, or, like, you won't like it, or, like, I listen to Underground, or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, girl, I don't care what music you listen to. I'm not going to judge you. Like, I'm not one of the people that, like, Ew, you listen to such and such and such and such. I'm ew, nor although I'm not a big country fan myself, I'll dabble, which I'm progressing, y'all, because I used to hate country. So, but I'll dabble now, every now and again, like maybe a Taylor Swift song or two, maybe you know. But yeah, I feel like there's there's no reason to be insecure in your music taste. Be who you are for your parade, but no. Be who you are with your music, just like everything else. F what everybody else has to say, because I'm going to keep on saying it, because I need this to be instilled in your brains by the end of this episode. And, yeah. Internalized homophobia in the LGBT community and the way that it relates to insecurities is actually insane, TVH and Rates, because... I can I can get I can get into this for a second, okay. So a lot of gays are insecure, especially older gays. I've realized when I've been walking down the street because I live in I live in like downtown downtown Atlanta, and most of the gays are in Midtown. So I'll be like walking down the street in Midtown to like go to a store or something like that, and there'll be like old gays like staring me down, girl, like staring me the house down boots. And I'll look, and I'm like, okay, like, is there a problem? Like, is there something on my shirt or something like that? And no, they're just, like, giving me, like, a nasty look. And I'm like, am I doing something? 
But it's like it's like internalized homophobia, be, uh, internalized homophobia, because a lot of like the older gays didn't get the same experience that younger gays get just because of like all the civil rights and stuff like that, and you know like the way that um, younger gays are able to express themselves. So a lot of them will be like jealous or will be haters just because of the fact that they didn't get the way to live their younger gay um, days the way that we get to live them, and now they have to you know live the way that they live. If you know, you know. But, yeah, so that results in, like, internalized homophobia within the gay community, which is very, like, it's very disheartening because it's, like, as an older gay, you're supposed to be, like, a kind of, like, a parent type for the younger gays who are just now, like, being immersed into the experience, into the community. And you're supposed to be, like, helping them along the way, you know, and, like, showing them, you know, how it's done. I don't know. It's very, it's very, like... Ew, to think about. I don't know. I don't really like it. But I've said all this to also say I feel like we need to de quirkify internalized homophobia because there's nothing funny about being internalized homophobic, internally homophobic, especially if you're gay yourself. Because, uh, like, y'all be like, I, I just watched this TikTok and this person was like, just made fun of a gay person, and I realized I was internally homophobic, lol. And all the comments were like, oh my gosh, lol, same, I do this all the time. Like, girl, there's literally nothing funny about making fun of somebody who's always, like, already always getting backlash from other communities and other, you know, like other groups. And then you turn around and make fun of somebody in your own community just for being themselves. Like, that's so disgusting of you as a person. And I feel like you need to have some mental reevaluation because. There's literally nothing funny about it. I don't know. It's just it like it like gets on my nerves when internally homophobic gay people find internally internalized homophobia funny or like cute or quirky. Like, girl, you're literally it is so disgusting. Like, stop. I feel like that's when you need to have like a mental evaluation and be like, what's wrong with me? Because there's in, like you yourself are insecure in the way that you carry yourself, which is why. You're so, like, which is why you make fun of like other openly gay people. Like for instance, there are masculine people who aren't allowed to be feminine because of the way they grew up or the way that they like they still live with their parents, so on and so forth. That they go to church or they're Christian, whatever, whatever, or the person that they're in a relationship with. So they'll be like homophobic towards other like openly femme or like people like that, gay people. Because they're not allowed to be them tr their true selves around the people that they love. Which is insane to me because those people don't love you back if you're not allowed to be yourself around them. Not only that, but why are you hating on somebody that gets to live their life the way that they want to live it just because you can't, you know? I don't know. It's just so weird to me the way that, you know, a lot of the gay community operates. I'm not trying to be one of those that's like, I'm different. I'm built different. I'm not like the rest. You know, because, you know, I might be like the rest sometimes. I'm not even going to sit here and lie. I have been, like, I will come out and say that I have been internally homophobic a couple of times. On accident, yes. Because me, I can't control my facial expressions. So, like, if I see something, I'm like, girl, what the hell are you doing with my face before I say it out loud? So, that's it. But, like, I don't ever purposely mean to do it because I know exactly how it feels to be like a new gay on the scene and be like, oh my gosh, like this is how it feels to be out to myself, if not to anybody else, you know? 
So, yeah. But internalized homophobia is not okay. It was never okay. It never will be okay. And I feel like you need to have some mental evaluations if you think it is okay or if you think it's quirky or funny or whatever. Yeah. Next thing's up is internalized homophobia. Sticking with the internalized theme, internalized fatphobia is, um, I'm not going to lie, I used to be internally fatphobic. Yep, I did. Even though I was a bit bloated at one point in my life. Listen, for, a, for, for, an, for an extended period of time. And the only reason I was internally fatphobic was because, like I said, I came from a, um, a family who was, you know, more on the, you know, larger side. So, with that being said, I, I, w- I would, like, look at bigger people, and I'd be like, you could, like, lose, like, some weight, or, like, that doesn't look right. I, I don't know. I just don't even feel, like, right saying it out loud now, because I love all people, period, point blank. So, yeah, but internalized fatphobia, in, in terms of insecurities, it's usually people who are insecure in the way that they look now, or they might have once been big themselves, and now they're like, oh, I'll never date a big person because of this and the third, or I'll never be big, or I could never be big, or blah, 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 blah. Like, stink, listen to yourself. You sound like a freaking hater. And it'll be like, internalized fatphobia, fatphobic people are like literally people who... I don't know. They're just so ew. Because why are you hating on somebody for the way? Like Lizzo, I have never seen so many internalized fatphobic people in a comment section until Lizzo post and like skimpy clothing, eating a vegan meal. Then all of a sudden, everybody's like, blah 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 blah. You look like melted chocolate. Blah 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 blah. blah. You look uh blah blah blah. Like it's like so ew. Like going through Lizzo's comment section is disheartening to say the least. I literally don't even know how, like, she goes through that and, like, still posts TikToks after that because me personally, I would have deleted myself on social media. Like, she is so strong. I applaud her so much. We love Lizzo over here in this household. And if you don't, you can literally stop listening to the podcast, TBH and Rates. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. I just feel like, shut the hell up, TBH and Rates. Like, that's, that's literally all I can say for fatphobic people or internalized fatphobic people. And I feel like, again, you need to do some mental reevaluations. You need to look back and think to yourself, why do I think that the way, the way that I think? You know? And, yeah. Just look at your mental process and think about it. Yeah. Most insecurities are actually started by your own family. Well, at least this goes for me, but I feel like it also goes for a lot of other people. Like, the way that you look at yourself is started by your own family. So that has something to do with your insecurities because the way that you view yourself is probably the way that your mother instilled in you the way that you should, like, like, especially women, the way that your mother told you you should view yourself is most likely the way that your mother told you that a woman should be, or the same is for men. The way the way that men act, or the way that you think, is most likely the way that your father told you is the way that men should be. So when you don't grow up in these, you know, in the stereotype that your mom wanted you to be or your dad wanted you to be, you start having insecurities. Like let's say your mom told you you needed to be petite in order to be loved by men. Now you're going to be insecure, and if you have like a little stomach blubber or something like that. Or if your mom told you that if you had acne, that men aren't going to like you. Now you're insecure in your acne. Or if your mom's like, oh, why are your teeth golden? 
now you're going to be insecure in your teeth and you're going to want to get veneers or like braces or teeth whitening process or whatever. You know, it's like, I feel like most of your insecurities are started by your parents because they like are your family because those are the people you're with most of the time. So they're going to notice smaller things that other people who you're with for a short amount of times wouldn't really notice. And therefore they're going to point them out and you're going to think about them. And then you're going to like start to overthink and it's going to process and it's become, and it's going to become an insecurity. Period. I feel like that was short and simple and straight to the point. People pleasers have a lot more insecurities. I'm speaking from um, a past people pleaser. I had a, I was a people pleaser at one point, not anymore because f them kids. But people pleasers have a lot more insecurities because they feel like they need to fit in into a certain group in order to be loved by people. And that's just not the case ever. You can be yourself and be different from the group and still be loved by other people. You don't have to be like anybody else. And I feel like people, like, like, people, like a lot of black people, if you know, you know. Like I said, we grew up in a white area. A lot of black people in my area had a whitewashed phase. And, it's, and if you don't know whitewash faces, it's like basically where a black person will try to like appear as if they are of the Caucasian descent in hopes of blending in with the white crowd so they can be the white crowd's friends. And like they do things like straighten their hair, change their lingo, um, I don't know, carry brands that white people carry, um, dress the way that white people carry, I mean dress the way that white people dress. Um, change their aesthetics to go along with, like, white people aesthetics. Um, you know, things of that matter. Sometimes they'll even go as far as, like, bleaching or, like, trying to lighten their skin tone just just to fit in. It's It just depends on how far you are to, how, how far you are willing to please other people. So I feel like those people are insecure in the way that they view themselves or the way that they act or the way that they think because of the fact that they don't, they don't act as their counterparts do, you know? So they'll be more insecure about more things than the regular person would be insecure about because they're trying to fit in so badly with the group of people that they just aren't supposed to be fitting in with. Okay, y'all, we're on. We're down to the last three topics. Being delusional is both good and effective. TBH and rates, listen, I'm the most, I don't know if I said this or not, I'm the most delusional person on this freaking earth. One thing about me is I'm a delu. I'm a delulu. I'm a delude. Like, there's just something so freeing about being able to tell myself every man at Georgia State University wants me, and I just walk out, and I feel like the best bitch on this earth because I think that every man at Georgia State University wants me, even if they don't. They could, they could not even give me the time of day, and I'm still going to tell myself that he wants me because that just gives myself more will to live, TBH and race. And it just takes away all the insecurities because I'm like, he sees me as perfect because he wants me so bad. Like, therefore, I am perfect and I have no insecurities. Like, I am the most perfect being on this earth. Like, you just have to be the Lulu. And I feel like that's just, and it just, it just works. It just simply works. The Lulu people know. And if you're not the Lulu, I definitely recommend you give it a try because you are missing out. I can't even remember, I can't even think of a time when I wasn't delusional. Like, Living in delusion is just so good, and it's kind of like a form of manifestation. Like you're kind of you're doing a two and one, TBH and rates. 
but yeah making others feel uncomfortable for being you don't ever think that you need to change yourself to fit in with other people i feel like i've said this before and i'll say it again don't ever think that because this person's wearing this or because this person acts like this or because this person thinks that this that and the third don't ever think that you need to change yourself to be what other person what somebody else is or to act the way that somebody else acts or so on and so forth be yourself around whoever you want to be yourself around and if they're uncomfortable or if they don't like you or so on and so forth then that's just not the right per- that's just not the right person or the right group of people that you need to be hanging around and you need to go find some other people you should never conform yourself to fit in with another group of people or another person whether if that go for platonic or romantic relationships never ever change yourself to fit in with somebody else because you are going to end up being the miserable one in the relationship and that relationship is only going to be beneficial to that other person never you so always 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 make sure that you are benefiting from the relationship just as much as the other person is cuz relationships are always a 50-50 effort and you know be yourself and if you if you yourself feel uncomfortable or if you're making the other person feel uncomfortable it's just not the right thing for you it's not the right it might not be the right time it might not be the right person so on and so forth so step back reevaluate reassess and you know pick your pick your next battle wisely i guess and for my next one this is how to progress from the insecurities I recommend having a God complex. Now, me personally, I have like a teensy tiny one. She's not she's not the biggest one that you've ever seen in your whole entire life. But listen, I'm telling you this thing go a long freaking ways. Like, okay, so basically what having a God complex is to me is like thinking that you're better than everybody else. Like thinking that you like reign supreme over everybody. Like thinking that you're the hottest person on this earth. Like so on and so forth. Just having a God complex like really does help with the insecurities. It helps with the overthinking. It helps with like confidence. It helps with a whole bunch of stuff just because, you know, you're just being you. But with like a little, with a little seasoning, with a little pizzazz, with a little sparkle. You know, you're just adding, like, that extra umph to you, you know? I recommend having a God complex just because, you know, it's just, it helps. It does help with a lot. So, yeah. Have a God complex. No fear. Daniel is here. But anyways, that wraps up my podcast for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening um, follow my Instagram at Daniel Dunn with instead of the U, it's a V. And follow the podcast Instagram at Self Therapy instead of the L, it's a one. And answer the question down below. It's either gonna be, be a question or a poll if you're listening to Spotify exclusively, though. And yeah, thank y'all all so much for listening. I am again so sorry that I did not upload last Tuesday. But this should go out this upcoming Tuesday, the 14th of November, 2022. And I will talk to you all very soon. Hopefully, I can get some more co-stars on soon. I've been talking to other people. But we'll see how that goes. Love y'all. Talk to y'all soon. Bye.